morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'd first like to begin by offering my condolences to the family, friends, and colleagues of those who were killed and injured on yesterday. Uh, I can't say enough about the seamless coordination of law enforcement, many of whom you will hear from this, eve, uh, this morning. We have joined in us Chief Rodney Bryan from the Atlanta Police Department, Deputy Chief Charles Hampton from the Atlanta Police Department, Lieutenant Mark Rowley from the Georgia State Patrol, Sheriff Frank Reynolds from the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office, Captain Jay Baker from Cherokee County Sheriff's Office, FBI Special Agent in Charge, Charles Hacker, Kurt Erskine, Acting U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Georgia. You won't hear from all of them, but you will hear from some of them this morning to provide additional details. Uh, yesterday was a tragic day uh, across our state. Um, as many of you all know, there were several victims uh, who were tragically killed on yesterday, and our thoughts and prayers remain with those families. Um, whether it's senseless violence that we've seen play out in our streets or more targeted violence like we saw on yesterday, a crime against any community is a crime against us all. I've been in contact uh, with the White House. I uh, spoke with someone last night and again this morning. Um, of course, President Biden uh, offers his full support and concern uh, to our great state. The White House has offered to support us with any additional resources and support that we need as we continue, not just this investigation, but as we continue to deal with the spike in crime that we have seen since uh, this pandemic began. Again, the coordination of law enforcement um, was spectacular on yesterday. This was a tragic day many victims, uh, but thankfully the suspect was quickly apprehended, and as I was talking with Special Agent in Charge, Chief Hacker, as we were coming in, uh, he was sharing that he's not had better coordination uh, with the Atlanta Police Department than he has had as of late, and certainly we thank the State Patrol, uh, Cherokee County, and I believe it was Chris County, um, where the suspect was apprehended, and all of our partners and stakeholders throughout the state who assisted with this apprehen the apprehension of this suspect. I will now turn it over to Chief Bryant uh, to share additional information, and we will hear uh, from our other law enforcement representatives to share more details on what happened on yesterday and where we stand today. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Uh, we will present in the order of, in a chronological order so that we can better inform you on how things played out. So we'll start off uh, with Sheriff from Cherokee County, Sheriff Rums from Cherokee County, and then it will go to me. We both have our, uh, our investigator leads that can go into more details as a result of what happened and what transpired through the investigation. I think that it's important that we first acknowledge the fact, uh, I know that many, we've received a number of calls about is this a hate crime, 
we are still early in this investigation. Uh, so we cannot make that determination at this moment. Again, we are very early in this investigation. Even though we've made an arrest, uh, there's still a lot more work to be done. Uh, and so with that being said, I just wanted to make sure that uh, I know that that's going to be a concern and that you were probably asking that of many of us. Uh, we are just not there as of yet. Uh, again, so thank you all, and we'll start with uh, Sheriff Reynolds, Sheriff Eaton. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Mayor Bottoms. Um, so we got a call about 4.55 uh, yesterday afternoon of uh, shooting uh, in the Bells Ferry 92 area, southwest Cherokee County. Our, our deputies responded and found uh, multiple gunshot victims. Um, we were able to quickly identify a potential subject from video footage. Um, Captain Jay Baker is here with me. He's going to be able to answer some questions as well. We were able to put that out on our social media. Uh, shortly thereafter, we were contacted by uh, members of the family, uh, indicating that that may be their uh, son. And uh, so we met with them. And uh, I was there uh, speaking with the family. They're very distraught. Uh, uh, and um, they were very helpful in, uh, in this apprehension. Um, we were able to track his phone. Uh, sheriff Billy Hancock from Crisp County is a, uh, a fellow sheriff and good friend of mine. Uh, I reached out to him, uh, anticipating the, uh, the movement into his county. He was able to coordinate with the Georgia State Patrol and set up a, uh, a position to intercept our suspect. And uh, that's precisely what they, what they did, uh, a coordinated effort. Uh, sheriff um, Hancock uh, uh, coordinated with the Georgia State Patrol to quickly uh, hit the vehicle a, a pursuit. Um, I'd, I'd like to echo the mayor and the, uh, the chief in that uh, it was uh, a lot of collaboration between uh, the, our police departments, the sheriff's office, and the FBI. The FBI has been fantastic. They always are. Uh, anything that we needed, uh, they were there throughout the night um, in our community. I mean, we're mostly a bedroom community, and, uh, and I think last year we had one murder. Uh, we don't have a lot of crime in that area, so this is a shock to all of us. Um, uh, Captain, am I missing anything? Uh, he, we did interview him last night. He is currently in our facility at the Cherokee County Adult Detention Center. Uh, we were able to interview him uh, with the Atlanta Police Department and the FBI. Um, he made uh, indicators that um, uh, he has uh, some, some issues, uh, potentially uh, sexual addiction, and um, uh, may have frequented some of these places in the past, and um, but as the chief indicated, it's still early on. We still have a lot of uh, uh, things to process, and um, so uh, he should be at an arraignment tomorrow at some time, early uh, morning uh, uh, to uh, late morning, and we will keep you up to date. We have a press release that Captain Baker has put together, uh, available to our, our media folks. Uh, if you don't have that, I think we have some print copies that he'll be uh, happy to give to you. Uh, I'm happy to answer any questions that you may have. Sure. So are you saying, when you talk about the suspect, he says he has sexual addiction, but I'm sure you asked him, was this racially motivated? Was this racially motivated? Um, as the chief indicated, uh, it's still early, but uh, the indicators right now are, uh, uh, it, it may not be. Uh, 
rights of opportunity. Uh, again, we are we believe that he frequented these places in the past and um, uh, may have been lashing out. Uh, and part of that is is in your media packet as well. But the working theory is a sexual addiction issue rather than a, a, a racial profile. Uh, uh, it, during our interviews, uh, we asked that specific question, and uh, and that did not appear to be uh, the motive. Yesterday uh, at 547, our units responded to 1916 Piedmont Road on a robbery call. Upon arrival, they discovered three females shot inside this location. While investigating that location, they received another call at 1907 Piedmont Road uh, where they found another female shot inside that location. Both locations were uh, massage parlors. Um, and at that time, we recognized that uh, we had had information previously put out by Cherokee County that they had a similar incident occurring in their jurisdiction. Uh, immediately, uh, the sheriff and I and the chief in that jurisdiction started having conversations, uh, trying to bring things together. Uh, the, as we stated earlier, the collaboration between the different and the our local and state partners. Uh, we immediately start having conversations to coordinate our efforts to, uh, to determine who our individual, the subject that we were looking for. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the, the, the quick response of the Sheriff Department identifying, getting their photo and putting that picture out so that we could get a quicker response in identifying the person uh, that was uh, the suspect in, in this type of incident. Uh, once we were able to get our information uh, and gather our information, coordinate with Cherokee County, we immediately put that out metro-wide, having conversations, again, as I stated, with our federal, state, and local partners. All uh, immediately asked what they, could they do. All resources immediately started getting involved so that we could get uh, bring this to a quick closure. Uh, and from that, uh, I'll turn it over to Georgia State Patrol, who concluded with the arrest. Good morning. Uh, yesterday afternoon, after uh, the two incidents occurred here in uh, Fulton and Cherokee counties, there was a lookout put out. There was also intel given. Our GEMA liaison, and uh, GEMA and Homeland Security liaison sent out emails uh, letting us know a potential area where the suspect's vehicle may be. Uh, the sheriff of uh, Cherokee County reached out to his partner down in Crips County, who reached out to the Georgia State Patrol in Cordell, and we uh, had a trooper monitoring traffic on I-75 South. The trooper observed the suspect's vehicle traveling south. He started following the vehicle and waited for backup, which included two other Georgia State troopers, as well as the sheriff of Crips County uh, and some of his deputies. They initiated a traffic stop and then uh, immediately pitted the vehicle. Uh, after the vehicle was pitted, the suspect was taken into custody without further incident and transported to the Chris County Jail. I do want to add one thing that was not mentioned 
Um, I believe Captain Baker uh, shared with us that they determined that the suspect was on his way to Florida, I believe, um, and perhaps to carry out additional shooting. So again, uh, it really speaks to the coordination and the quick response from law enforcement. For as tragic as this was on yesterday in Metro Atlanta, this could have been uh, a significantly uh, worse. And um, again, I, I can't express enough my gratitude for the coordination and uh, the public as a whole should be grateful uh, that this suspect was quickly apprehended because it, it is very likely that there would have been more victims on yesterday. We are not about to get into victim blaming, victim shaming here. Uh, as far as we know in Atlanta, we've not had any uh, calls, 911 calls from that location. I believe one minor call on someone stealing some keys. Uh, so we, we, we don't know additional information about what his um, motives were, but we certainly will not begin to blame victims, and as far as we know in Atlanta, these are legally operating uh, businesses that have not uh, been on, on our radar, not on the radar of APD. That's a, a question for okay. our chair, key partners. Thank you. I'm Captain Jay Baker of the Tricky Sheriff's Office. So, that victim um, is stable. He's in stable condition at uh, Wellstar Kennestone Hospital in Marietta. Was he caught in a crossfire or do you think he was a... Don't know. Um, and, and by the way, we're, I agree with the mayor. We're not going to do any victim shaming. We're not sure what his presence was there. Uh, and, we're, and the other people that were killed at the location, we're not going to say whether they were employees or whether they were there just by happenstance. So just don't want to go into that at this time. I do have a press release with their names that we will give you all uh, when this is over with. Um, so... Is that the only survivor? That is the only survivor. We had four killed and one survived. Thank you. Yeah, the the suspect was perhaps upset at these locations for allowing him to have an outlet for his addiction to elaborate on Yeah, let me go into a little bit of detail. So the suspect did uh, take responsibility for the shootings. Um, he uh, said that early on once we began the interviews with him. Um, he claims that these, and as the chief said, we know this is still early, but he does claim that it was not racially motivated. He apparently has an issue, uh, what he considers a, a, a sex addiction, and sees these locations as something that allows him to to um, to go to these places, and, and it's a temptation for him that he wanted to eliminate. Um, like I said, it's still early on, but those those were comments that he made. Did he discuss any kind of religious uh, motivation for this, or was he just not that I'm aware of? Not that I'm aware of. Or political. Non political. I've heard nothing about politics. That's something that investigators, I and mean, they've been working on how long, and that's certainly one of the things they'll be doing. Sheriff, did you have a sense that he understood what he, the gravity of what he did? Um, when I, when we, I spoke with investigators, they interviewed him this morning, and I, uh, they got that impression that, yes, he, he understood um, the gravity of it, and he was pretty much fed up at the end, kind of at the end of his rope, and, um, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. Remorseful? 
whatever the motivation um, was for this guy, we, we know uh, that many of the victims, the majority of the victims were Asian. Um, we also know that this is an issue that's happening across the country. It is unacceptable. It is hateful. And it has to stop. That being said, we are coordinating in real time uh, to make sure that our communities have the resources that they need. Uh, we have not seen a significant uptick in formal complaints within the city of Atlanta, but obviously this is a large metropolitan region. Uh, and, and we know that we are, we're hearing the stories. We're seeing them on television. We're seeing them on social media. So we certainly are aware and we stand ready to provide any additional resources. Um, but again, because of the quick coordination, when I, I was on my way home from City Hall last night when I received the alert that there was a business shooting on Piedmont Road, I immediately called Chief Bryant, who had already been in touch with uh, Cherokee County, and they were already making the connection. So we had a very rapid response. Uh, but certainly we will continue to be proactive and provide resources to the extent that we can uh, to make sure that our communities are protected. And again, encouraging anyone. Uh, we know many, um, many of our communities are sometimes hesitant to bring in law enforcement. If there are things and concerns that are happening um, in your communities, around your businesses, et cetera, there's nothing too big or too small that we uh, we want to be aware of it all to make sure that we can provide resources and, and respond accordingly. I 
can tell you that a 9mm firearm was located in his vehicle uh, when he was taken into custody. Um, you know, whether it was legally obtained would be one of the things that our investigators will be looking into. And just to be clear, our victims, I know that obviously Atlanta, they're, all their victims were Asian. Two of our victims were white, if, in case anyone was unaware of that. We have two Asians and two whites that were killed at our location. Was it just employees? That's one of the things that this time we're not going to go into details about while they were there. Well, obviously, we'll have to do forensics on the vehicle, on the uh, firearm, but we're confident that it is. But the only, it was the only weapon that you found? Yes, them. yes. Like no, no other weapons were located in the vehicle. How much ammunition did you find? Pardon me? Do you have a sense of how many times you shot, how much ammunition you I, 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 I don't have that information. Do you have a criminal record? That other similar businesses still be today? Is there still a threat? To my opinion, that he was acting alone. Uh, there's no indication that anyone was working with him, so we're confident that's not going to be a problem. Okay. comment to that effect, that he was headed to Florida and that he was going to do similar acts in that state. And the issue was that he wanted to destroy the work that they It and sounds to me like these, these, these locations, he sees them as an outlet for him, that something that he shouldn't be doing, and that uh, an issue with porn, and that he was attempting to take out that temptation. And he had been in Pardon me? I'm, I'm unaware if he'd been to those specific locations. Yeah. One more? Anybody? What was the conversation like with, with his family? Is there anything you can share about that? You know, I don't want to go into details other than to say that we are really appreciative of the family. Without them, this would not have happened as well, as quickly as it happened. Um, they were very supportive, um, and certainly this was difficult for them. Did he resist at all during the arrest? No, no, he did not resist. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. I'll, and by the way, I'll bring out our fresh leaf and put it out here for y'all to see. Someone was out there. I'm glad that you see. That's the important thing. I will have, I'm going to go over the list of who spoke in the order that they spoke, if you're ready. And I'll have the spelling will be on the table, but it's not necessarily in the order that they spoke in. Of course, the first person to speak was Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. The second was Chief Rodney Bryant of the Atlanta Police Department. The third person was Sheriff Frank Reynolds of the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office. Fourth person was Lieutenant Mark Riley of the Georgia State Patrol. And fifth was Captain Jay Baker of Cherokee County Sheriff's Office. Is that Mark Bryant? Mark Riley. And I'll have the list over on the table. It just It's just not in the same order, but the names are on the list. Thank you all. We will have someone to escort you out, so please don't leave the building without an escort. Thank you.